Welcome to PageCast's holiday season. This December, we're looking back and reflecting on all the incredible books published in 2022. We've asked a few special guests to review their top pick for the year and to give us a taste of what they'll be reading this holiday and in the new year. We hope you enjoy this episode of PageCast's Books in Review for 2022. Hi there, my name's Paige Nick. I'm an author of some books. I'm very involved in the book world. I host Book Choice, which is on Fine Music Radio. That's every second Tuesday. It's a kind of book show for an hour where we talk about reviews and interviews of new books. I also run a book club on Facebook, which is called the Good Book Appreciation Society. We have about 19,000 members and we just spend all day and all night talking about books. So it's a fun place to be if you like books. Here today, I'm very excited to be on PageCast for the first time. We're reviewing some of our favorite picks for 2022. So my turn next. I recently read this book by Graham Norton and it's called Forever Home. And I loved it. I would say reading a book by Graham Norton is like sitting down with a friend over a cup of tea and a packet of biscuits and being told a great big hunk of delicious gossip about the family next door. This one, Forever Home, is Graham Norton's fourth novel. And having read and enjoyed his first three, I picked it up with no hesitation when I saw that he'd come out with another one. For me, Graham Norton's one of those authors where I don't actually have to read the back cover blurb. I'm quite happy to pick it up. I feel safe and comfortable in his hands that he's going to take me on a great journey. And this book was no different. All his books are set in small towns in Ireland. Well, so far, let's see what he comes up with next. And they all make you feel like a local in that little area. I would describe his books loosely as dark comedy, family, community dramas. But more than that, they're just simply very human reads. In all his books, for me, the characters feel like real people who you recognize, doing very real kind of ordinary things. They're stories of simple real lives, the paths people take, whether it's trying marriage for a second time and not getting on with the stepkids, or coming out of the closet as a kid in rural conservative Ireland in the 80s, or somebody who has to move back in with their folks as an adult and all the kind of eye-rolling and jaw-clenching that entails. So like I said, he really just writes real stories about real people. He also writes, particularly in this novel, despicable characters that you absolutely can't stand and lovely ones that you want to be friends with forever. For me, Norton's books, he tells them with like this very engaging, charming Irish humor. I mean, it's what you expect from him. What you see is what you get on TV. You get the same in a novel. I would say his writing style is as easy as his talking style. Very smooth, very flawless, and actually quite funny. There were some laugh out loud moments and a few in this one shocking moments. I see he's definitely gone a little darker than he's ever been before. Forever Home tells the story of Carol and she gets married for a second time and she's trying to figure out the best way to blend these two kind of unwilling families. I don't want to give away too much of the plot. I am notoriously wary of spoilers. I'm the kind of reader who likes to discover a story as I go, so I often won't even read the back cover of a blurb, which which I didn't do this time either. I just kind of discovered it as the story unfolded. Um, as I mentioned before, I would say this is definitely Graham Norton's darkest novel yet. It's, in fact, deliciously dark. Almost shocking that small-town Irish folk can behave this way. I think he, like accessed a little bit of his Stephen King in this. And I, and I like that. I like seeing that he's got this kind of dark core. Um, but at the same time, he also nails the comedy of a mother-daughter relationship so beautifully. 
so fraught and frustrating and annoying and at the same time like close and intimate and forever so that like tension of what it is to you know be close to your mom or be annoyed by your mom um, becomes very real uh, I was lucky enough I actually saw uh, Graham Norton speak at the Cheltenham Literary Festival about this book just a few weeks ago he's so lovely to listen to and he's hilarious you know when he was asked about his recent marriage and why he waited so long to get married he said um, something along the lines of at my age till death do us part is achievable vows get easier when you're older he's so he's incredibly honest about his life and times um, he talked quite a bit about growing up and he said as a young child he wore skirts and wet the bed till he was quite old so he gave a lot of personal insights into um, his life and growing up and he left us with a final thought that as someone who's made a life for himself in entertainment he really feels like reading is the most intimate form of entertainment there is and he talked a lot about how because he runs the show and because he does so much he's on so many different shows that for him the writing which i think a lot of authors feel this way writing books is is the place where he can be most honest and he has fewer people sticking their fingers in it so i think on the show he's told what to say he's told who the guest is but when he sits down and writes a book he really can put himself onto the page and and i do feel that with his books i would say there isn't a single one of graham norton's novels that i wouldn't recommend i was going to say that this one forever home was his best and my favorite but then i remembered that i thought that about the last one that i read and then i thought that about the one before that that i read so it's probably more likely that the one you read next will be your favorite and then the one after that will be your new favorite so i think you can safely read any of them Norton's books this one in particular is the easiest page turner so if you're looking for something you'll want to come back to and pick up during those beautiful summer holidays interrupted by family and mass feeding schemes then i think this is a book that will feel like a close friend to you over this time i mean lots of other things on my reading shelf i always have a heaving to read pile which terrifies me and excites me at the same time some of them are behind me but um I pulled out this one to show you because I'd like to read this. It's a new Jody Pickles. Sometimes I love her, sometimes I don't, but I feel I might be in the mood for a moment of issue-driven fiction. So this one's called Mad Honey. It's by Jody Pickles, and she's co-authored it with Jennifer Finney Bolin, which I'll chat about a little bit. This book is about a woman who flees an abusive marriage to return to her hometown and take over their family's beekeeping business. with her 6-year-old son Asher. And it's not a spoiler to tell you this because it's right on the back cover. We then fast forward a few years, Asher's all grown up and married to Lily. Uh and then Lily is reported dead and Asher is arrested for her murder. So that's when the book really gets going. Jody Pickled likes to start a conversation or two with her books. So I'm curious if this is a conversation I'm keen on having. Plus I like bees and I like honey. So you know that's a process i'm curious about so i'm i'm drawn to this book i quite like the cover too i think it's a cheery good looking cover so as i mentioned she's co-authored this one with a writer named Jennifer Finney Bolin who herself has written more than 18 books i'd never heard of her but um she's no beginner she's clearly got chops as a writer as an author myself and one who has done collaborations i'm very fascinated by the collaborative writing process from what i can gather it's happening more and more especially in big name fiction these days i kind of think as these very famous authors get older they seem less inclined to churn out a book a year or two books a year so i think these writing partnerships are popping up more and more 
with varying levels of success um, as publishers try and get like, you know, one last hit out of this famous writer. So let's see if this partnership works or not. Something else that's on my to-read pile is Wolf Hall by Hilary Mantel. Not a new book, as you all know. This book has been on my to-read pile longer than I care to admit. And every year, I think this will be perfect for my summer read because I have a bit more time to delve into something a little bit thicker. Um, but then somehow it always gets pipped by the newer, shinier books on my pile. So I kind of thought this year to honor the loss of this great author earlier this year, I felt like this might be the year to finally dig into a little bit of Wolf Hall. So yeah, that's my kind of reading lineup. It'll probably change 15 times and as more things come in, but that's what I'm hoping to get to. But you know, whatever you choose to read, I wish you a very merry reading season and a very happy new year. Thanks for listening to this episode of PageCast. To make the holiday season that much better, we are giving away weekly book bundles of all the top picks. Follow us on Instagram at Jonathan Ball Publishers to find out more. From everyone at PageCast, happy holiday.